This is the Tigers Radio Network. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, here is Vincent Gallo, Christo Garavales, and Greg Pecco. We welcome you back here as we prepare for the start of the third quarter here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Greg Pecco, Christo Garavales here. Just under a minute left before these teams take the field once again to warm up for this half. And Christo, first half, 16-13 score through that in favor of the fours, but pretty even the rest of the way as well. Team rushing for both squads. Around 152 for Marple Newtown, 154 for the fours. Passing 20 for the Tigers, 37 for the fours. You know what? Hereford has been doing a great job on defense tonight. That's probably been their big story. He's been, the total team defense has been great, holding Samara Moat for the majority of the time. But Moat, with that speed, he's hard to be stopped. He has great vision, and he gets outside, and you can't stop him. His speed is unparalleled to anybody else on this football field. But, Tom, I'm sorry, Eddie Durkin at the quarterback position for Hereford has been playing great. He's rushing the ball nice, finding the holes that he needs to find, throwing the ball decent, but they haven't they haven't had a chance to call a couple more throws. Marple doing a great job on offense with Moat. Marple's defense has to be a little bit more stout, stop Haverford, get them to punt, and start playing again for the second half. And to start this one, Tigers came out a little slow here, and we talked about it at the top of the broadcast uh, Last week's win over Conestoga coming back here to face the four is a dangerous four and three team with Durkin at the helm. And, you know, kind of bought into maybe that little bit of a trap there to start that game. Absolutely. You know, you, you had a huge game last week against, against Conestoga. Let's be honest. You haven't beat them in the past couple of years. You come out, you play good, uh, good team defense, you make big plays. Come out, get those interceptions at the end of that game to close it out, and it's just a huge win. And then you come back, you have to play a, a rejuvenated half for team, coming back with their quarterback finally, making plays, and it's just a trap game right here. And then next week you have, you're looking forward to Radner, who's not playing well this year at all, and then you have the big game with Springfield. And that big game with Springfield will be obviously changed based upon what Springfield does tonight. So far they are beating the Garnet Valley Jaguars. 21 to 14 at this point and looking ahead that's that final game in at Springfield for Marple Newtown and tonight as you mentioned it's going to be even bigger if the Tigers get out of here with a win absolutely and you know what I had a chance to see Springfield play two weeks ago against Haverford Springfield's running back besides moat speed I have to say the total package Springfield's running back is probably the best running back of this league his vision his footwork is is amazing for a young. He's only his junior. He can see holes that nobody else can see. He has great footwork, great vision. He's great everything. He's just a total back. He can do everything. And with their quarterback strand throwing the ball around the field and their defense playing really well, they have a big offensive line, big defensive line. Linebackers are strong and fast. They can make tackles. It's going to be a tough game coming up at the end of the year, Greg. And certainly we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Obviously tonight's game still a second half to play. Uh, obviously we mentioned at the top of the broadcast tonight a win puts Marple Newtown a guaranteed spot in the playoffs. They virtually had it locked up at this point. Just to clarify on how the playoffs work, 100 points for a 3A team when they beat another 3A team, 120 when they beat a 4A team. Tonight would be 120 points, and 
big for the Tigers in, in terms of trying to get that number one seed overall. Absolutely, and then you come back at the end of the year and you beat Springfield, then you can have a chance to talk for that number one seed, share that title, and all that good stuff. But right now, Haverford has the lead, 16-13, coming out in the second half, and Haverford wants to win this game because guess what? Even at 4-3, Haverford still has a shot at making the playoffs. You win out here, you win these next couple games, everything can change, other teams in front of you can lose, and you can make the playoffs as Haverford will. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough year. And... Before we step aside to get ready for the start of the second half, Christo, adjustments for the second half for the Tigers and the Fords. You know what? As an offensive line, I think for Marble, you got to be more aggressive at the initial attack right now. you got to be able to run inside, and you have to be able to complete a couple more passes for Marple. Haverford, you got to keep what you're doing. You have to keep uh, Marple's defense off balance with the option outside, QB ISOs, handoffs inside and the passing the ball if you keep marple off balance you got a shot to win this game marple's defense has to come up strong here and we will step aside and come back for the start of the second half you're listening to the tigers radio network zach's hamburgers is a proud sponsor of marple newtown football come visit any of our five restaurants located all across delaware county in aston crumlin havertown Folsom, and media determine for yourself why zach's hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in delaware county Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zaxburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. (laughs) Good one. Get in here, son. Make this, and everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Exactly. No one cares who the kicker is until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. <laughs> This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back here, start of the second half with the Fords leading 16-13 to over Marple Newtown. Anthony Nicolardi to kick off from the 40 for the Tigers. They will move left to right. The Fords will move right to left. And back to receive is Hewitt and Clancy for the Fords. And here comes Nicolardi, ready to kick. 12 minutes on the clock. Start of the third quarter. Homecoming night here for the Tigers as the crowd starts to finish filing in back to their seats from the half. Nicolardi's kick from the 40 high, end over end. He got into this one. Picked up by Clancy. Far side, hash at the five. He's going to run up the middle along the hash. Far side, he gets tackled down at the 35. You know what? Hewitt does a great job finding the open hole right there. Does a good job getting up the field as fast as fast as possible. Being brought down to the 37-yard line has a great starting spot for Haverford to come out here and get some points early. Receivers are McCain, Dempsey, and Cinder. Excuse me, just McCain and Cinder now. And Hewitt plays 
the wing. Shotgun for Durkin. Hewitt in motion. Handoff to Clancy. Durkin's going to keep it. Going to take it far to the outside. Pinched back in and picks up nine down at the 45. The outside linebacker right there does a great job staying with Eddie Durkin. Bringing him down for about a gain of, ooh, Eddie jumps in there for about a gain of eight yards. But the outside linebacker does a nice job not getting, not getting um, switched in with that pitch man right there. Stays with Durkin and brings him down. Hardest part, Christo, on an option like that, whether or not to commit to that runner or stay outside. Absolutely. You have a good dual quarterback like Durkin. You commit to one guy, you're in trouble. But he does a good job staying with Durkin. Three receivers, shotgun Durkin, Hewitt far side with Dempsey, near side Cinder. Clancy out of the shotgun with Durkin. And now a timeout early for Haverford on second down. We will step aside. 16, 13, 11 minutes left in this third. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in. And let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted, fair trade, organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Durkin out of the shotgun, handoff to Clancy. He gets maybe a half of a yard before he's brought down immediately at the line of scrimmage. You know what? Clancy doesn't have anywhere to run right there. Everything's clogged up. Marple's defensive line doing a great job clogging up those holes, pushing Hatford's offensive line back into the line of scrimmage and making Clancy run backwards. So third down and a yard, and it's a short yard, probably about maybe a foot. Durkin out of the shotgun with Clancy. Cinder near side. Hewitt, Dempsey far side. Hewitt. Takes the handoff on the sweep to coming to the near side. He cuts back up. He's got the first down, crosses the 50, brought down at the Tigers 46. You know what? Hewitt having good footwork right there. He's full speed when he gets to the to the outside of the tight end. Does a nice job with his footwork, cutting it up, going for the first down right there, a gain of about six yards. Good, good, good play call by the Fords right there. And the Fords a moment ago took their first timeout of this half, so in a tight game like this, that could prove costly later down the line. And it'll be first down and ten from the Tigers' 46, 16 to 13 lead for the Fords. Cinder near side, Hewitt Dempsey far, Clancy in the backfield with Durkin out of the shotgun, handoff fakes. Durkin's going to throw out, throws far side, complete, and brought down is Gentile immediately at the 40. You know what? Moat's playing back off Gentile right there. Gentile does a nice job with the shortens up the comeback route to come back to Durkin. Durkin throws a decent ball right there, a little bit low, but Gentile makes the catch and Moat with the coverage. Moat's playing a little bit back right now, and if he keeps doing that right now, I know Joe Gal will go to the play calls of shorter routes, calling some out routes, some comebacks, and some slants. And second down and three from the Tigers, 39 near side Cinder and Hewitt far side Dempsey along with Gentile Durkin out of the shotgun looks to throw he steps up throws near side to Cinder he slips one man at the 25 slips another at the 20 and then brought down 
at around the 18. You know what? Sittner runs a great route right there. He runs that skinny post great. He sprints off that line of scrimmage. He runs that skinny post tight at about 10 yards. Durkin throws a whiz right on the money and gained for about 25 yards there. Tigers drop back in that zone, and the forwards threw underneath of it. And at some point, I guess, Crystal, you got to take a chance and jump a route. Absolutely, but you know what? You take that chance and you miss it. It's going for a touchdown, then you're in trouble. Three receivers, Hewitt, Gentile, far side, near side, Sidner. Durkin out of the shotgun. He hands off to Clancy. He's going to take it himself. Actually, he fakes it. He's wrapped up in the backfield and then brought down after maybe about a yard, if any. You know what? Tommy Durkin, I'm sorry, Eddie Durkin had nowhere to run right there. And he was brought down by that outside linebacker of Marvel. Marvel's doing a great job all night with that stuff. And if they keep doing it, they'll come away with this win. But if they let something go right there, Eddie Durkin has the speed and the strength to break it out and go for a touchdown. So here we go. 8-13 left, second down and 10 at the Tigers' 19. Three wide receivers. Gentile far side with Hewitt. Durkin out of the shotgun. He gives the handoff to Clancy up the middle. He's got a big hole. One man to beat. Touchdown, Clancy in the Fords. You know what? Have for right there. Little bread and butter. Little bit of what I brought to the Ford program, that counter play. And you know what? When you have so much to watch as a defense and you have that counter play coming at you, your linebackers are trying to get outside to stop Dirk, and, and all they do is run that counter inside to Clancy with one man to beat. Clancy makes a quick move. And that counter right there, the offensive tackle getting through the line of scrimmage, makes a nice block at the end with Clancy making a move for a touchdown. Russell is kick. And it is low but good, and that is the Garavales counter. Mm. I guess we could call it that gets the score as the Fords lead it 23-13, 7.58 left. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Hey there, welcome to Friendly's. High five. Uh, hi. Is this your new menu? Sure is. It's the high five menu. Five of your favorites, each just five bucks. Great. What's on it? There's the famous, always fresh, never frozen, all-American burger with cheese for five bucks. Ooh. Our loaded waffle fries with sour cream, bacon, and cheese for five bucks. Mmm. Our tender grilled chicken wrap or our fresh crispy chicken salad for five bucks. <gasps> no way. And my personal favorite, the Turkey Club Super Melt for guess how much? Five bucks. Good guess. High five. So can I get you a table? Sure. For five. Ha! Right this way. Oh, hey, are you on Facebook? Yes. Me too. High five. Let's be friends. Visit Facebook.com slash Friendly's High Five for all sorts of fun offers and absolutely hilarious videos and pictures. It's Friendly's High Five. Oh, yeah, only at participating locations. This lean to kick for the Fords. It's a low squibber again. Hops big at the 30, picked up by Schellenberger. He ducks one man, crosses the 40, brought down at the 46. You know what, Schellenberger does a nice job making something out of nothing, picking the ball up, making a decent return. Haverford right on top of him. Marple starting at the 40, at their own 47-yard line. But hopefully they can get a little momentum back here after letting up that touchdown and getting some points here. 7.50 left in the third. Tigers find themselves down 10 points, 20 Three to thirteen here as Antista comes out as a receiver far side. Ridinger under center. Rosanio near side wing back. Fan far side wing back. Moat in the backfield. Out of the tailback position. Ridinger 
Handoff to Moat on a long delay counter. He counters back one man, cuts back to the far side, brought down at the 47. You know what? That play works so great. Hanford's defensive line is getting up the field fast, and when you're three, four yards up the field like that, you, you bring that natural cut back from Moat, and he can be dangerous at that. He has great vision. He sees that on the backside. He gets up the field for about a gain of nine yards, does a nice job with that run. So second down and three for Marple Newtown, 7.20 to play in Ford's territory at the 46. Antista near side receiver. Moat, Rosanio in the backfield. Fam, far side. Rodinger under center. Rodinger fakes the handoff to Moat, gives it to Fam on the sweep. He cuts back up the middle, tries to break one man, and just shoestring tackle by Gentile. But a first down for Marple. You know what, and that's what Hafford had to stop was that belly sweep. Since Moat causes so much attention and you're getting sucked down inside so much, the outside's opened up for Fam. But Hafford doing a decent job stopping Fam on those outside sweeps. Fam does get the first down there. It runs for about four yards there. But Hafford doing a decent job stopping that play. So first down and ten, Marple at the 38 of the Fords. 6.43 left. 23-13 lead for the Fords. Now a complete shift along the line as first comes near side tight end Rosanio wing back. Moat fam in the backfield. Rosanio in motion. Handoff goes to Moat up the middle. Makes one cut and then slips down. After about a five-yard gain, Christo. Yeah, you know what? Moat does a nice job, and that's what that belly sweep does. If Now if you start having those outside linebackers play outside like that, very hard and very fast, and waiting for the sweep, then everything opens up inside, and that's what Ray's trying to do, bring everything to open inside so Moat can break it through. Does a nice job there running for about four yards. Second and six, ball at the forwards, 34. Antista far side, Rosanio far side, wing back. Moat, fam in the backfield. Rodinger takes the snap. It's a pitch to Moat, far side of the field, picks a hole, cuts through a couple men, and brought down after maybe four yards. He's brought down at the 31. You know what, on that sweep play right there, the outside linebackers did a nice job for Haverford, stopping Moat from getting outside. But right there, Moat does a great job with his vision once again, cutting it back inside for a gain of about three yards. And with a man down on the field, we will step aside. Ford's lead 23-13. This is the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Back here, 547 left in the third quarter, 23-13 lead for the Haverford Fords here. Ball at the Tiger at the Fords 30 here for Marple Newtown. And now getting up under his own power is number 68, Corey Power. So hopefully Corey is all right for the Tigers as we're set to get action started back up here after the injury timeout. And Christo, 
Tigers moving the football offensively, defensively just seem haven't been able to figure out the Ford's offense. Absolutely. Once again, this offense, there's so many options. The option outside, the handoffs inside, the pass outside, the screens. Everything can come up here. Marple's having a tough time identifying that. So here we go. Mont in the backfield with Fan. Rosanio near side, wing back, far side, Antista. Rodinger takes the snap. He's going to look mm. to throw. He's hit immediately. And they're saying it's a throw. Fords wanted it to be a fumble. Rodinger did throw as he was hit, so it's not going to be a fumble. Not one person can look on that backside for that defensive end right there. He blows right by the, def uh, the offensive tackle and knocks Rodinger down right there. Unblocked, untouched, makes a play right there. And, and that was Corey Powers' side who just left the game. He appears to be okay, but that, that miscommunication maybe hurt that. A little bit, Christo, far side? Absolutely, it can. You know, if you have somebody in there who hasn't had a lot of reps this year, you're, you're a little bit unsure. First varsity reps in a big game like this, not really sure who's out there. I can't see too well right now. But uh, fourth down and two. Ball at the Ford's 30. Trips far side. Moat in the backfield. Rodinger takes the snap. It is a pitch to Moat. Far side, he's got the edge, he's got the first down and out of bounds after five yards. Another big run by Mood on a pitch. Absolutely, you know what, that's where that speed is great right now. You know, you need three, four yards to get the first down. All you need to do is toss it and give it to Moat, and he can get outside in a hurry. And Fords do not do a good job right there keeping Moat inside. He gets outside for that first down. And that's the third or fourth time they've run that far side on a trips, and it's been successful every time. Absolutely. you got guys who can block out there. Just keep running it. Five minutes to play. First down and ten for the Tigers at the Ford's 26. Moat Fam in the backfield. Now a shift. Fam goes to far side wing back. Rosanio in the backfield. Antista receiver near side. Handoff goes to Moat. He ducks one man, and then he's going to be lost for a three. You know what, Haverford not getting fooled up with that belly sweep stuff, staying with the guy who has the ball, bringing him down for a loss of three. And right now, Marple's having a tough time trying to move the ball right here. And Haverford doing a good job with their defense, keeping keeping Moat in check right now. And with the belly struggling at times, uh, I guess we can expect the Tigers to possibly go to the edge a little more. Yeah, sure, why not? It's been working all night. Got to stay with what's working. So far side of the field, receiver Shiraki, Fam. Wing back, far side. Rosanio, wing back, near side. Moat, Rodinger to throw. He's got Shiraki. He makes the catch at the 30, and he's going to be driven out of bounds. Excuse me, at the 20, driven out of bounds at the, about the 17, maybe a first down. You know what? Right there, Haverford is just trying to stop the run, it seems like. Just trying to stop the run. And right there, Shiraki does a nice job running a quick out route. Rodinger throws a good ball to him, and he gets the first down right there. As Haverford, you got to stay on top of that receiver. You can't give him so much cushion like that. You stay on stop, if you stay on top of him and maybe tip it down and bring him down, it doesn't go for a first down. But right there, Marvel does a good job getting that first. 4-11 left in the quarter. First down and 10 ball at the Ford's 15. Moat in the backfield with Fam Rosanio. Far side wing back. Far side receiver is Antista. Rodinger takes the snap. There's a man on him immediately. He gets the hand off the moat, but he's going to get maybe a yard, but a lot better than what it could, almost was. Absolutely. If Rodinger doesn't do such a good job getting the hand off the moat, he gets law. He gets a tackle for a loss for about six yards there. But he's an athlete as a quarterback right now, and he gets the ball to moat. Moat does a good job trying to stay a little bit positive there. Goes for a gain of about uh, half a step. 3.45 left, second down and 10 ball at the 15. Ford still lead it 23-13, but Tigers are driving here late in this third quarter. So, 
They come out with Moat and Pham in the backfield. Rosanio far side, wing back. Antista receiver far side. Ball far hash. And a quick snap goes Rodinger, and he picks up maybe nine on the play. You know what? Right there, there was a hole right in that B gap, right on top of the guard and between the tackle. And right there, when you see that hole as a quarterback, you got to have a secret call with your center. When I played, it was usually called a nice call, and the QB would tap the inside leg of the center. The center would make the call to everybody, and everybody knows what's going on. So they make a quick call, make that QB sweep, goes for about seven yards. Three minutes to play, third down and three ball at the Ford's eight here, and a three would help, but a touchdown is much more important late in this one. Moat out of the backfield. Fam, Rosanio are the two wing backs. Antista far side. Rosanio in motion. Handoff goes to Moat underneath. He's going to go back up the middle. He cuts to the outside. He's got the edge. Touchdown, Samarvo! You know what? Samarvo is great. Starts right. I'm sorry, excuse me. Starts left. Sees the hole open up backside. Outrunning people. Does a great job finding the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Haverford has no answer for that. They can't compare with the, sweep, with the speed, and they can't bring him down. Talk about sucking a defense to one location and then bouncing it outside. Samara Moat, a magician at that this season. Absolutely. Speed kills. Speed kills at any level, high school, college, and pros. The Nickelodeon extra point high snap. Ooh. Down. He gets it off somehow, and he makes the kick. But uh-huh. Nickelodeon is down, and there's going to be a rough at the kicker call. You know what? Haverford's two outside edge rushers get right by, just about in there for blocks, but their placement wasn't good on that block right there. They're trying, they should aim three yards in front Personal of the foul. kicker. Rough in the kicker. Defense will be assessed for the kickoff. So on the kickoff, 23-20, to 20, Tigers down three. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. So after the roughing, the kicker call here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Nicolardi will kick off from the Fords 45, and this could spell big for their defense in a tough game. And... One where the one defensive stop could turn the tide. 2.38 left in the quarter. In their own end zone is Clancy and Hewitt. Nicolardi's kick from the 45. It is a high end-over-end kick. It's going to go out of bounds for a touchback. And the Fords will start at their own 20. You know what? Haverford has to have a decent drive here right now. You're only up three points in the third quarter. A lot of time left, but it would be great to come away with some points within this quarter right now. Two minutes left. And for the Fords... A touchdown could be big, and obviously a defensive stop for Marple Newtown puts all the momentum in their direction heading into that fourth quarter. Absolutely, and you come away with some points early in that fourth quarter, momentum switch, and then it could be Marple's game. Out of the shotgun, Sturkin, three wide receivers. New one enters, number 21, Kevin Layden near side. Durkin hands off to Clancy up the middle. He finds a hole, he picks his way through, but only gets about three yards. 
You know what, right there, Clancy, if he takes a look backside, the hole opens up backside, but he doesn't have that decent vision that Moat does, and he stays on one track. When he stays on one track, he only goes for about three yards there. 221 left, second down and eight at the Fords 22. Checking in now is number 12, Mike Gentile, the receiver. Near side, number 21, Kevin Leighton. And then Hewitt in the slot, Clancy Durkin in the backfield. Durkin out of the shotgun. Durkin hands off to Clancy up the middle again. He's hit first by Ryan first. And he picks up only three or four yards. And you know what? It's not a bad three or four yard game right there. Halford, you want to keep moving the ball, keep moving time off the clock, try to get this win. But Marple, you want to stop them right now. Halford has about four more yards to go before a first down. And then the whole thing can change. So third and four, ball at the Ford's 26-yard line, 135 left on the clock. Big third down here in this third quarter. Hayden near side with Hewitt, four wide. You have Gentile far side with McCain. Durkin and Clancy out of the shotgun. Durkin takes the snap. He's going to look to throw. He's got a little bit of a pressure, throws underneath. It is caught by Gentile, and that appears to be a first down across the 30. Gentile running that slant route, and Eddie Durkin does not hit him fast, so Gentile has to keep coming across that field. That was a long slant route, and the inside receiver runs a, runs a flag route, cross, crisscrossing him and rushing to the outside, but Durkin comes along with a nice pass there to hit Gentile for a first down. And here it is. It'll be first down and 10 at the Ford's 31, just at a minute to play as the Fords lead 23-20. to 20. They go four wide again. Durkin out of the shotgun with Clancy. You have Hayden near side with Hewitt. Handoff goes to Clancy. He's going to get a yard on the play before he stops. You know what? That was just... That was setting up for an option play, you know what, because that defensive end on that front side is crashing down. If Durkin keeps that thing, Durkin runs for a long time. Marple has to be careful here with what Eddie comes back with. And Durkin very patient on some of those handoffs, uh, giving himself and Clancy time to read the play, and it's 25 seconds left. Second down and nine here in the third quarter. Ball at the Ford's 32. Four wide out of the shotgun for Durkin. Hewitt in the slot near side. Clancy in the backfield, handoff goes to Clancy, far side of the field, up the middle, and he's brought down after probably five yards, Christo. Yeah, Haverford doing a nice job, moving the ball, moving the chains, and Eddie Durkin being patient. One time he's going to keep that ball, that defensive end keeps crashing down like it is, he's going to pull it and go. And that is the end of the third quarter. It is 23-20, the lead for the Fords. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network.